You knew it was coming. Side effects of toxic masculinity. I mean, if we haven't been a part of that for the last two weeks or the last two million years, (laughs) then I don't know. Then you haven't been paying attention. It's just, it's just, it's really, really necessary that we really start like broaching this topic in a very, very real way. We've, we've touched upon it. We've referenced it. We've of course mentioned it as we've talked about all a bunch of different other stuff, but now it's time that we dig our heels into it. And we are doing so in a real way with a two part episode featuring one of my favorite humans, Dondre Whitfield. Oh, you thought I was going to have a woman and we was going to sit here and just talk shit about dudes for two episodes. Gotcha. You're, You're wrong. wrong. I'm not doing it. And you've seen Dondre on Queen Sugar, of, of course. course. But you also saw Dondre when he was Vanessa's first boo on the Cosby show. His name was Robert. Remember Robert? Remember when they went to go see Stevie Wonder and they were like, Vanessa, what are you going to say? And she was like, Robert, Robert. But of course, then Theo came back with Jim on the one. Jim on the one. I mean, that's really like my whole thing. Anywho, I got Dondre, who's not only a brother... He's also a fine-ass brother who's also married to a fine-ass sister, Sally Whitfield, who's also successful. So we've got a lot of levels here. We're giving you Shrek onion level, okay? We're peeling away layers. It's important for me to say all those things about him because he is somebody who is working diligently in his work on and off camera to be a part of demonstrating and also influencing others to tackle and put an end to toxic masculinity, be that men or or women who are also allowing that to happen. Okay? So, we have two parts. We're going to get to DMT's next episode. But this time, we're going to sit down. We're going to get in. We're going to rock hard. Mm, maybe not that. But we actually are going to talk <laughs> and have a lot of laughs with my homeboy, Dondre Whitfield. Let's get into it. People I like. Yeah. On today's People I Like. First of all, today's episode, to anything, you know, toxic masculinity is some real shit. And I, I already know that folks is like, oh, I know she's probably got a sister on there so that they can sit here and just degrade men and just talk shit about men for the next 45 minutes. You're wrong. Okay? Because I'd be knowing. And since I was, I was knowing that you was going to think that, I was like, ha ha, gotcha, bitch. Going in another direction. So... There's a lot of levels to this person, and they have made it not their career, but their purpose to be a part of actively dismantling toxic masculinity from the ground up, meaning from the youth, the youth them, okay? Starting with the young people and not just trying to Steve Harvey it in a zoot suit with a book deal, And just deciding things and saying them in a vacuum. But actually, uh, you know, being conscious of the varied perspectives involved with speaking on these types of topics. Dondre Whitfield, or as black folks call him, DeAndrea Whitfield, because he says we love to add several syllables to his two-syllable name and that white folks like to just not give him any syllables, just call him D. 
That's great. Thanks, Dee. We have Dondre Whitfield here. <laughs> am, am, am I allowed to talk yes, now? Yes, you are okay. now allowed to talk. <laughs> First of all, zoot suit. Oh, my God, I'm dead. Okay. So, okay. And then, yes, it is very true. My name has been <laughs> the birth and the death of me all at once. It, it's so, like, literally... What's scary is, is that I've met a few people who were named uh, after me. Oh. Because their parents watched me on the Cosby show. Wow. And so they named their kids after me. So I've met... So they like, named them Robert. They. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they named them... So my wife was working on a show. She was directing. And they said, yes, call Dondre. I said... No, I'm him. I can't call me. Mm-hmm. So they were like, no, 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 no. In the office, call Dondre. I'm like, you don't get this. I'm here. Right. I can't be I can't. there. It was an actual young brother Person. who was named after after me. It's Did they confirm that they would? He was named after confirmed. You? Wow. Confirmed. I don't assume Amanda's. It was crazy. After me. So people have. It's been great that it's Dondre. Because it's it, it's been a very unique thing, but the but the horrible part is is that again, many of my white brothers and sisters, when I say Dondre, they get stumped and they go, "Don, good to meet you." Good to meet you. And then my black brothers and sisters go, "Dion, like they want to give me extra syllable, like dude. If you were in Florida, yes, they put a like lot. Lude. They put a lot. So black folks give me too many syllables. White folks don't give me enough. Well, it's better than having a last name that people decide is pronounced like a impotency drug, Cialis. So that would be. Yeah, that's a thing that's that happened. That would be horrible. Several times for me. I have m- much to uh, say in the way of the Steve Harvey thing, um, but. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to let rather than assassinate him I'm going to um talk about my work that is somewhat contrary. All right, demonstrative. demonstrative. How about that? Yeah, that's black intellectualism in a demonstrative way. How about I that? So, I met Dandre <laughs> I met Dandre at Laugh Factory. Gosh. And the irony of this episode is we met in a situation that I Considered to be an example of toxic masculinity. I was sitting there yes. with Tehran, who we should have on the show one day just because I love Tehran and he's also an insane, brilliant person. Uh, but Tehran is a comic and we were sitting in the lobby of the Laugh Factory. Now I was new to the town. Okay, I was new to the town. You know, for a lot of you guys are just discovering me. And Dondre walked in with Chris Spencer. Yes. Who at the time was still like a man myth legend for for me because I had just moved here. So like he was, I was like, oh, that's Chris Spencer who has like, you know, he's a comic and he does Real Husbands of Hollywood, et cetera, et cetera. So I was just sitting there and these men came in and there were other people around and they shook everyone's hand and they did not shake mine. Yes. And I was like, so you're just not going to say hello? And Dondre was like, oh, well, you know, I thought. Now, remember, we don't know. I don't know her. 
It doesn't I, matter. I don't he know. He thought it that I was Tehran's girl. Absolutely matters. No, it okay. doesn't. It's not like you shook. It's not like you were planning okay. on shaking my hand and then like doing the fin, the the index finger on the inside of my palm. Am I allowed to say why it mattered to me? Yes. Okay. So at this point of the story, we pick it up here. Dadre has been with the same woman for. 37 million years. Well, in actuality, 21 years and married for 16 of those, right? Which in Hollywood years is like 70. I know. Okay. So every woman, and if you ever notice, so you see I'm wearing my ring. Mm -hmm. Every time I come into a room, I literally, in order to get women to like know without me saying, hey, hi, I'm married. I literally do this move where I put my hand up on my forehead and I scratch we my get head. It. There's no You're way handsome, for you to, to get, to get that I'm serious. not married. Like, it literally is that serious. Why? Be- they know you're why. married. Listen, some don't care. I keep hearing this and I'm like, who the fuck, fuck are, are y'all broads? Now, listen, let me tell you something. My ring has literally at times been like no cologne i've ever worn in my life it literally attracts certain women in a way that it could never attract if i didn't have a ring on my finger frightening but true trifling so but when, true trifling but true hey that's a that's our show trifling that's but true show! there it is okay trifling so, but true this is the episode that's actually really good this is the pilot episode of uh our, <laughs> our show and it's called trifling and true so I come in, I see a bunch of brothers that I know, we exchange uh, uh, greetings, ma- soul pounds, soul dap, pounds. dap it up, we do the whole thing, right? You just hear we his do hand a, slaps. We do, a step, like... we, do, we do a step show, the whole ball of wax, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I see Dang, this sister who I uh, see, has a has thoughtfulness on her face, but I can't walk in there and just go over and go, Hey, this is how you do, because one, one, I don't know who she's with. Two, in the world that we live in, there are gr- who I, I deem to be grown males, and we'll get into that in, in a second. Grown males who see women almost as possession. Almost? As possession. Let's, Let's commit, commit to that. Okay. As possession. Commitment is everything. Yeah. P- as possession. So the last thing that I want to do is I don't want to disrespect her, but I don't want to do something that this grown male will deem as disrespectful to him because now I have to get into a verbal joust with him about why I made this move to simply acknowledge this sister who's in the room. That's how deep this it gets. This is so, it's just. <sighs> yes, it's a headache. It is. I mean, I'm not even, true. and I'm not. It is try. It's, it's trifling, but true. Because I'm not even trying to debunk the val- the validity of that. Because I do understand that to be the case. Yes. Um. I think that. But then, at the same token, there are so many men who do not consider women as individuals. Now wait, and so, and so they don't speak. So not saying this was you, but I'm yes. saying like on the flip of the validity of what you're saying is the validity for me as a woman to have experienced so many times where a man just feels like there's no reason to speak to you. Okay, so here's the here's the here's the plug portion of this program. There's going to be a lot of plug portions. Got it. Here's one of the plug portions of this program. I am writing a book called Male versus Man, and it will help you not only identify a man, 
it will help you be a man or it will help you elevate your manhood if you are already one. So first, let me explain to you the difference between a grown male and a man. And we have talked about this on the show before, guys, where we've discussed like the kind of just the concept of like an adult versus a grown up. So I love that this is like a whole focus of the book. Absolutely. And from a specifically straight male perspective, right? That's where we're coming from, from a straight cisgendered male perspective. Period. Okay. So a grown male is, okay, so here's the difference between a male and a man. A male, a grown male is a male who generally looks to be served. Why though? Hold Hold on, on. we'll get to that in a second. You're getting past me here. Okay. A grown male is a male who generally looks to be served. Mm-hmm. A man is a male who generally looks to be of service. So selflessness versus selfish. Period. Okay, so always uh, service over self. That's yeah. what a man is. So to, to this point, I come here just looking to spend some time with my friend, but really... To do her podcast. What happens first is I help her move. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Let me asterisk this real quick. So basically, Dante was coming up the stairs... To the house, to the house. I just last night uh, varnished my dresser that I painted, and it was outside. And just so you know, I'm a strong bitch. We, we discussed, discussed this earlier. We so have discussed you I being d- a strong. Y'all see me? I, I can't use that word. I just. Don't. I'm a strong. I, I don't use grown ass woman. It's the language of pain, but we'll get into that in a second. It's really just All the right. language of humor because the <laughs> makes it funny. But I legit. Like have impressed myself with how much I've had to move because I'm you, impressed too. When you're single, when you're a single woman, it literally becomes like, how much can I do? Like just to impress yourself. We're, go- and, we're gonna get and to become, that too. And you know, you become like, I can do that all by myself, right? Right. But if there, if there, if there's, but if there is help there, I will absolutely accept the help. So when Good. I had to get the dresser outside last night was the first time where I was like, oh, you might not be able to do this because I don't know what that dresser is made of, but I had to use my whole core. Yes. I had to carry it with like fingertips. It was a lot. You did use your gymnastic strength. I really did though. Yes. I literally had to like reach from a place deep within yes. and I got it outside and I had said to myself, I don't know if we're going to get it back in. I don't until Dondre and then Dondre walks up the stairs and makes a joke <laughs> but the thing about jokes is that they are 60-40 60% joke 40% truth, truth or vice versa yes. and in this case it was 60 it was, it was 60, 60 truth, truth. Yeah, yes. yeah so he yeah. was like oh I said you know sorry for the mess I'm moving he's like oh you want me to help you move <laughs> I was like <laughs> actually, actually. <laughs> so, so there was that Trifle, but true so, but the dresser is now in my house, so and I'll show you all the picture. As a man, what I saw was my sister in need. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the part that I love. We obviously know that she's a superwoman. We know that Thanks, she's guys. A, she's already demonstrated that. There we go. So, but here's the thing. A man has literally been put here on the face of this earth. Let me hear this. To cover the women and children in his life. How do you know this? 
I know this is a fact. Just lean into it. Relax. Okay. Okay. Breathe. So, so notice I didn't say his woman and children. I said the women and children in his life. Okay. Meaning nuance that all of the women in his life, including Amanda Seals, not Cialis. <laughs> Including Amanda Seals, what I saw when I came up the stairs was one of the women in my life who needs me to cover her. Now, does that mean that she needs me in order to survive? Absolutely not. Does that mean that she needs me in order to to accomplish the things that she needs to accomplish in her moving in the space? Absolutely not. But... What she absolutely needs in me as a helpmate is for her to be in a space where she feels protected Mm -hmm. and served, period. And comfortable getting that without feeling like there's... Without feeling like there's some, well, you did this for me and now I need you to do that for me. Absolutely. Because that's literally Drake's entire... Like every song is like, remember when I took you to take to take right. the L- L- LSAT? That's remember right. when I brought you groceries? That's right. Remember? That's right. And that is a grown male. Because only a grown male would do that. When I when I walk I away, look, see listen, journal. listen, watch this. I came here to do this podcast for a glass of water and a Darth Vader uh, <laughs> glass. Okay? You guys can't see it, but I just painted it for you. That literally is what my sister poured for me. <laughs> She offered me a LaCroix. I said, no, I don't want it as poison. Uh, and then... I don't... Uh, the, the, the views expressed by Dante Woodfield are not shared by the LaCroix, show. you guys should absolutely sponsor this program. Thank you. Because Amanda Seals is Can dope. we do that? Because I could get LaCroix. Yes, you could. It's poison. So... so I do not agree. So I... <laughs> those are just my views. <laughs> Until uh, trifling and true. And then it might be good for you. So (laughs) (laughs) once you sponsor all of that. So my job as a man is to make sure that I come in. My sister asked me to come and do her podcast. I'm getting paid nothing for it. I fought through rush rush hour traffic. I got my children together, fed them, did things that I need to do with my wife. We'll We'll talk about about that later. later. Do you ever get paid for podcasts? I'm, I'm just... Can can you stay with I'm me just, for a second? Because I'm I, like, what? Can I, can I'm I, like, is that can, a thing we're doing? Can I finish this? Mm-hmm. All right. So what I've been asked to do is to come provide myself with no ulterior motives. There's no paycheck attached to anything. There's no sexual favor attached to any of the. There's nothing. It's just me showing up as my man self to serve in the capacity that I was asked and then leave and that be and when I leave, my sister feels like she was covered, she was protected, she might have been edified, all of those things, and now feels like, wow, there is a huge difference between being in the company of a man as opposed to being in the company of a grown male. But that's like a real truth. Absolutely and that a truth. Is, and which brings us to why I like you. Because what ended up happening after that exchange was we went upstairs and it was very clear that you were very bothered. Uh, <laughs> he was very bothered, you all. Very bothered. Because I had called him out. Explain bothered. You were miffed. You you you, you just re- it read like, who the, who the hell is this chick? Yes. I, I who, was is ver- this? who is this? I'm coming out with my boys. You know, I'm out here with my 
And so who's the who's the <laughs> nondescript chick right here? <laughs> Running her mouth. Who's your, trying to check me in the who's lobby? Who's trying to check I me? I haven't even gotten inside yet. Yes. And this random broad is coming from my neck. Who, do, who, I don't, who, is, who, is, who is this? Hilarious. By the time we get upstairs, though. <laughs> uh, but I loved you already. In the in the in the in the agape way, because and here's why, here's why I say that because what I loved was you were you were not going to be chased away, no, and you had in in looking at that, knowing what I know about you now, and 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 uh, going back to that time, I smile a big smile because I'm like, of course you did that. <laughs> Of, of course she did that. Okay. Of course she did that. Right on and honestly, it was like um, the reason why I loved you was because I recognized in you in that moment. This, this is true. I, I saw me in you. Like that is exactly what I would do in that situation. And not because I didn't have a name. Right. Or I wasn't fully recognizable in terms of what my body of work was or whatever did not mean that I was not an equal in that circle. Bingo. And, and that- that's what I recognized in you. And that's why I was like, I love this sister right here. <laughs> that's when I knew we were going to be friends. Well, we ended up literally like what I appreciated was that. What did I give you? A hug. That didn't we ex- didn't at that point at that that night didn't we didn't we um no we exchanged numbers exactly no because later that night what ended up happening was you know was, why well we got upstairs and i somehow chris had been Tehran and all of us were talking right and then i guess in in that conversation uh he had said that i'm amanda seals or whatever and chris i guess had been familiarized with my name in some other capacity right. so he was like oh i've you know i've i've heard about you and then we were able to have like a real conversation outside of the context of what had happened downstairs. Right. And I, I literally remember seeing your guard be removed because before you yes. was giving me the right, right. Because I, I didn't even want to. I don't even know right, what this is. Right, right, right. Because you're is. like, I'm not engaging in this yeah, at all. Because I don't a know loose what this cannon. is. I even whispered to Chris, "Yo, do you know this chick or is she crazy?" Like I literally. That's what we do. He was like, no, 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 good to go. I was like, okay, cool. And then that's when the that's when you saw. All right, and then let me see who the sister is. Boom. Look at where we are now. See that? And I gave you my number because yes. I said this sister right here has the kind of courage. <laughs> Seriously, searching the truth out this bitch. This sister right here has the kind of courage that is absolutely necessary to be all of the things that a person would want to be in this town, and she needs. An advocate of a man. And you really do be about that life, yes. though. Like, like Dontre will legit just text me out the blue and be like, just, just want you to know that I'm here. I have your back. If you need me, let me know if I can be of help or, you know, any Without capacity. And, like, that's just not... Like, even... Folks don't say that one. Yes, and even the ones who do say something like don't that, follow up. They don't. No, They're, it's. I it's, do big brother check ins all the time. Yo, just big brother. Che- just I, you are my heart. Just wanted to check in on you. See good. if you're good. Boom. So that is, you know, along with. I mean, and all of that is just. It's exemplary. The real truth, in fact, is I really just like you because you were Robert. But everything else That's is so horrible. <laughs> it's like Dion D Ray. 
It's so bad. Before we get into the next segment, let me just say, though, that I remember after you texted me, I because I, I was like, I met this man before. I did not even, I hadn't even put it together. And because after we left the, that Laugh Factory, you were like, it was great meeting you. Right. You got a brother in the town. Da, 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 right. da. And I was like, I've met, I've met this man before. I'm telling you all to Jesus, I have met like this man. Like spiritually or really physically? No, I, it was, it was one. So when I first moved to LA, you know, you don't see famous people in New York. Right. You don't. Like, in right. New York, you never see people on TV shows because yeah. nothing shoots in New York, which is why if you're right. listening to this and you're trying to actually become an actor, Better you need here. to come to L.A. Yeah. Unless you're trying to do theater. Don't like, don't fucking trick yourself and think, I can just I can get just a say- job in L.A. that'll move me from New York. Right. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> why am I singing with you <laughs> Because that's it's, the way it works. We're in Amanda land. It happens. Oh and so the reality, though, is that I legit had this happen several times where like I'm like I know this person I know this happened with Jerrica Hinton from Grey's Anatomy where I literally across the room gave her a hey girl and she looked behind her because she thought I was speaking to someone else else. because she did not know me me. (laughs) do you know that it didn't hit me until I left because I was like damn who the fuck why is she acting like that I was like, I know this person. And then when I left, I got in my car and I was like, oh, wow. That's, that's why I know her. She's on a television, television. program. <laughs> she's on a television program. Yep. And so that's what happened with you. And I, 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 I couldn't get out of my head. That's so I went, on Go- I went on Twitter Google, and like Twittered uh, him. And it was it like. Robert. Fucking Robert. Robert. And we had exchanged in the past for, for some Robert-related reason. And that's. Yeah, and I was like, this whole time... I can't remember what that was, but I remember something now because I remembered your name. Remember I said that to you? Yes. No, there was an exchange, and I can't remember why. But... I I was such a Cosby show fanatic, you all have to understand. Like, it's very real. Like, every time people get think about, like, oh, Amanda, you're just shitting on Cosby. I'm like, I'm more realer than a Cosby show. I'm more connected to that shit than any of you And by the way, we need to talk about that. We're going to get into the next We're segment because that. it's so rel- relative. We have to. I feel like we have, we have, we have to. We have to. We but have I to. just wanted to say that, like... In this life, everybody else is fighting not to talk about it. That was associated with it. I'm the only one going. Let's let's do this. No, no, no. Yeah, I yeah. mean, but but in this life, you you meet you meet folks and you get surprises, and sometimes they're not good surprises. Sometimes they're Levar Burton, and you're just like, oh, so unicorns are real. Yes, they are. He is um, the best. And then, but like with you, it was like I I just had no idea, even when I met you that first time at Laugh Factory, that you that you were this whole person. You know, and so then to see to see the resurgence of Dondre on Queen Sugar and, you know, because I think that it's great that you're getting the opportunity to also like do your purpose and your passion simultaneously, which we got to talk about. And so that is incredible. So, you know, you you on Queen Sugar owning land land (laughs) and resuscitating the land, like resuscitating resuscitating the the land, land. which is what I do in my purpose work, which is restoring and resuscitating the uh, women that we got to talk about. Yes, yeah, indeed. we do. You're yeah, restoring and resuscitating women. Yes, indeed. We are absolutely going to talk about that. Talking about as that. we get into our next segment, huh? Resusc- yes, yeah, there's, 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 there's like <laughs> palpitations. Yes. yes. Um. So we're going to get into our next segment. Going 
out can be a pure struggle because you're just sometimes like, what am I really going to wear? And that's that struggle can have you stay at home. And instead of going out into the world, you are watching Friday Night Lights in totality again for the sixth time. No, we want you to show your flyness. Be out there. And how can you do that? Get more options. What's going to give you more options? ShoeDazzle.com. Now, Shoe Dazzle is the club for folks who are shoe obsessed. But even if you're not shoe obsessed, but you just want to be fly, Shoe Dazzle is for you. But it's not just shoes. Millions of women say Shoe Dazzle is their one-stop shop for all things trendy, including clothing, accessories, and handbags. So whether it's boots, booties, sweaters, jeans, Shoe Dazzle has everything you need for fall and winter. Because you know it's about to be that time and you want to get right. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP. And the VIP membership could be your best bet. Listen, VIP save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day. Plus, they get free shipping and returns. And when you visit the site for the first time, you're given a style quiz. Now, this style quiz is important because it's basically going to let them know what you're into, what type of styles you're looking for, so that they can suggest to you the right flavors for your flavor. So Shoe Dazzle is really on top of making this a very personalized experience. And if you get the VIP membership at checkout, it gets even more personalized. They release new hot styles every week. You'll never wonder, what should I wear again? Because it's right there in front of your face. All you got to do is go to ShoeDazzle.com slash small doses now and sign up as a VIP. You'll get 50% off your first order. Did you hear that? Five. Oh, and I ain't talking about the cops. That's ShoeDazzle.com slash small doses to get half off everything on the site. Do it today. The hottest styles sell out fast. So go to shoedazzle.com slash small doses. So you all know I travel a lot. I mean, I know these airports better than I know my guest bathroom. Ooh, I just said guest bathroom because I'm popping out here. But no, really. I'm popping out here because I'm always on the road trying to get this money. And you want to make sure that when you're traveling, it's as easy as possible when you're doing it so much. And Away is definitely helping to ease my travel experience. Away uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. Their suitcases, their luggage has a variety of colors and a variety of sizes. The carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the grande for those extended stays when you are out on the road for a hot minute. And like all of their suitcases are also able to charge your electronics. How many times have you been sitting at a gate and you're just like, how are we in 2018 and there is no charge port? Like, why am I sitting on a floor under a counter trying to find a plug? And then you get there and your plug doesn't fit it because that plug has been overused so much that it's loosey-goosey. We've been down that road, right? Well, now you don't have to go through all that because with Away, their luggage all has the ability to charge cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. A single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your phone five times. Do you hear me? It'll charge your iPhone five times. That's real. And what's also real is their lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they will replace it and fix it for your life. For your life. And maybe you don't want to be that committed, so they have a 100-day trial. Live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, move with it, Instagram it. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. No questiones asked. So, I feel like you guys got to get into this. You got to do it. And I'm going to help you out do it. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com backslash doses and use the promo code doses during checkout. I'm going to say it one more time. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com backslash doses and use promo code doses during checkout. Hit the road, get your away, and get away. 
uh, teeth. So important. Not enough people really paying enough attention to what's going on between the pearly whites. Except, of course, when someone is trying to holler at you and they're like, yo, why you ain't smiling, girl? Why you ain't smiling? You know why I'm not smiling? Because I forgot my Quip toothbrush. But now that I got my Quip toothbrush, I'm in the game. I'm out here cheesing it up for everybody. Quip is an electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. It was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. I don't know about y'all, but I was never a fan of brushing my teeth. Brushing my teeth and cleaning my ears always. Just like, ah. Then I got older, and then I kissed people who didn't brush their teeth, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be on the other side of that, so I'm about to be about this brush teeth life. I'd be getting all different kinds of toothpaste just to, like, spice up the experience, and don't look at me like that, Rebecca, and with Quip Toothbrush, you can also spice up the experience because Quip is really trying to elevate your brushing skills, okay? Let me tell you how. First, they have a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. Why? Because up to 90% of us don't even know how to really brush our teeth, and we don't know that you're supposed to do a full two minutes, or else you haven't really done it right. They also have sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough on your sensitive gums. Why? Because people brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are just too abrasive. You know, they're like me when I haven't eaten, just hangry. They also have brush heads that are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Why? Because three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. So you want to be equipped with a Quip. Get it? So this is what I want you to do. Quip starts at just $25. But if you go to getquip.com backslash small doses right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. You know we love free for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash small doses. Get in between them guns and get it together. Being a responsible consumer is something that I really care about. And I know that you guys really care about it. So I try to put you on to places where you can actually do that. Now think about it. Would you buy a t-shirt for $50 if you knew it only cost $7 to make? We would not over here at Small Doses. But with Everlane, you never overpay for quality clothes. No. Because Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. And they tell you their real cost. So you know you're never overpaying. That's the key. Transparency. Everlane wants you to know what you're paying for and why. They're radically transparent. Y'all understand? Not just like kind of transparent. Radically transparent. They're the Nat Turner of transparency. About every step in their process from the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with. And because they sell directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. And they also look good. Cost less, last longer. All of these things make perfect sense. So they have different kinds of products. Like you can get shirts, crew neck t-shirts. They're simple. They're stylish. They're cotton. They're all type of flavors. They got the cashmere crew. They got 100% human box cut tee. For the men, they got the cashmere crew as well. They also got the slim fit jean. They even have a men's Japanese Oxford. Ooh, I want to see what that be like. And their timeless essentials are just what you're looking for. No frills, just quality. And we all need essentials. Don't get me wrong. You know I love a print, but sometimes you got to have your basics. But you don't want your basics to be, like, simple. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So here's what you can do. Check out my personalized collection at everlane.com slash smalldoses. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash small doses. One more again. Everlane, E-V-E-R-L-A-N-E dot com slash small doses. 
Check it out. That, that one, one time. time. <laughs> now on that one time, Dandre, is when we talk about a story of our own experience related to the theme. Now, okay. this makes perfect sense because you are living a story regularly right now where you are actually approaching, attacking, uh, doing the opposite of resuscitating. You are trying to suffocate uh, males, male toxic masculinity. So, yes, tell, so tell, tell us more because I feel like you have a lot on the tip of your tongue. Without a doubt. So um, I literally, I was a, I was a grown male myself. Ooh. So before after all, the marriage, uh, before marriage, and kind of in the like uh, introduction, okay, to marriage. Um, did you get so? Had you been married already once you realized that you were still a grown male? I think I was like kind of like breaking out of the egg, as it were, <laughs> like coming into my manhood. Yes, really, you were pipping. Yes. So like, uh, most grown males don't know that they're grown males. Most grown males think that they're men. Of course. Because they have no idea. First they're like, all, I pay my bills. Without a doubt. So first of all, we don't have a language, both male and female, we don't have a language for what the difference is between being a grown male and a man. That's why you will hear, do you know how many times I've had in doing my work in resuscitating sisters? <laughs> that do you know crazy. how It is awesome. And I'm going to tell you why it's so specific. Here's why. At this point, I want you to know, body language wise, I now it's me and Rebecca are literally just full on full facing. Full on facing Dondre. me. I love yes. it. And I love it. So so here's oh, oh no. Uh, it's fine. Down. Down. All right, I'm about to get that. <laughs> so we're on this we're, we're we're on this we're on this bed and it's hilarious. It's so it's so appropriately it's a inappropriate. Slash I love it. And, and it's a whole bunch of pillows, and I just knocked one over and I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh, pillow down. down. All right. So Women, I have had on several occasions say to me, I'm done with men. I'm done with men. And before they can go any further, I say, when was the last time you encountered one? And they stop. And they go. Do you do it in that it? voice? Just like that. <laughs> when when was was the, the and usually time? it's like this. When was the last time? Hand on, Hand on, on their knee. knee. When was the last time you encountered one? And here's why I do that. The energy from my body to theirs, oh, yeah, that's just necessary. in the touch. And the calmness in my voice <laughs> literally gets them introduced to, this is real stuff. I know. The, literally gets them to feel the energy of a man. A frame of reference point has now yes, been created. Yes, indeed. And now they immediately feel and experience real time this is the difference. Insane. I promise you, this is a real thing. If I gave you a list... If I gave you a list of all of the women just in our industry mm -hmm. that I do this work with, mm -hmm. it would knock you over. Are I'm we, are we about starting from, off something today? I'm talking are about... We, am I going to start a resuscitation yes, regimen? Yes, you are. Because yes, you I'm are. supposed to have a man by December 2019, according to my astrologist. Now watch this. In order for you to... In order for you to really... Okay, so let me ask you a question. And, and you can either choose to, it, it, it's either too personal or it's not. Here's a, <laughs> Have here's you heard my show before? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> so 
What was the nature of the relationship that you had with your father? Oh, trash. Okay, I have father issues, not even daddy issues. Father issues. Good. This is awesome. Okay. The 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 majority of the women that I do the restorative work with. Well, they have no frame of reference. They have no frame of reference. So if you haven't had, now watch this. Your father is the first love of your life. Exactly. And if he doesn't love you, you have no frame of reference. The question only is, what did the first love of your life do to your heart? Now, from that point on, we are literally in a a state of trying to restore how we communicate or be in relationship with a man. Now, here's the problem. Most of our sisters don't know that they are not dealing with a man and that they're dealing with a grown male. Yes. So a grown male is wearing the uniform of a man. He's got facial hair. Tajay. He's got, he's got, right? Tajay Massey of okay. Souls of Mischief. Okay. So he's got the accoutrements of... I, I can't, can't believe you just called him out specifically. Okay. So, <laughs> holy, holy because, smokes. Because... Okay. Because, I, no, listen, because, because I've had Wowzer. failed. That was worse than the Steve Harvey <laughs> thing. Okay, go because on. Because I've had failed relationships and like, you know, you have stuff that doesn't work out. Yes. But I have never experienced a fraud like wow. Tajay Massey of the Souls of Mischief. Jesus Christ again. And Pe- I say his name. Some people could have missed that, I but say, they didn't now. I say his name because I think it's it, the same way that you gave me like a frame of reference. Tajay, of, call me, man. I got to elevate you. No, I gotta, it, it's uh, not going to happen. I got to matriculate you into manhood. It's okay, not going to happen. I'm telling you. Wow, and sir. the thing is, is the same way that you gave me a frame wow. of reference of like, this is what a grown man is. Like he gave me a frame of reference of like, oh, this is what an actual fraudulent male dressed as a grown man is. Because I had never, wow. I had never seen that. I'd seen dudes that I tricked myself Right. Into thinking, or I had seen dudes that I was like, this is a male, but maybe it can still be some cool shit. Right. But it was, he was the first example of someone who I had consciously been like, this is a grown man. Right. This is, these are all the pieces of me making better decisions about fucking with grown men versus males. And then it turned out like it was literally just um, a wolf. In grown male clothing. Right. And so it was, you know, so when, so I always say his name because uh, it's also to remind myself and also because any woman in the Bay should watch out. Wow. Okay. So we're going to revisit this. So um, I, I don't even know where to go from there. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. You asked so, him. He asked. Yes, I don't know. Yes, I did. Is, okay. is there anything too personal? Now, <laughs> Not really. So the grown male who is dressed in the uniform of a man. Facial hair, accoutrements of success, he can bench press 200 pounds. That looks like a man. Most of our sisters do not understand how to readily identify the difference between being in the company of a grown male and being in the company of a man. Now, no matter what you do, this grown male, you are not going to be able to train him. No. To be a man, and here is a uh, here's a problem that I I I. And is this because toxic masculinity is so pervasive? Like, because I want to make sure that we're continuing to like. Without a doubt. So watch this. When you're in the street, the street teaches you that that masculine, which is to your point, masculinity 
is manhood. They mistake masculinity for manhood. So here's what I want to do. Go get as many women as you can. And sleep with them. That's manhood. No, it is not, sir. That is masculinity. I literally had uh, my my boyfriend at the time, his friend, while we were on Ipanema Beach, said to me that any woman who has slept with over ten men is a ruined woman who clearly, who definitely like is fucked up and is you're gonna have to deal with issues. And any man who has slept with under twenty women has not. realized their full sense of manhood. Okay, so... Direct quote. That... that, I got up and walked away. And when I came back, he was sitting in a meditative pose. That's right. And said to me, so I, I thought about what I said and why it upset you. And I realized that it upset you because it was true. And I was like, how am I in Brazil with the worst nigga because my boyfriend at the time was on probation and therefore couldn't travel. And I was going to have a lot of money on me. So I needed a man to come with me. Now this think about this I for a second. College with, but that's a whole other story. Now think about this for a second. Here is one of the reasons why I say, and this is going to light the room up again. Rebecca, get ready. Amanda, get ready. The only one who's safe is ready. Okay, so. <laughs> Steady yourself. A woman cannot teach a male how to be a man. Can a man... Teach a woman. Can a man teach a female how to be a woman? Absolutely not. I have a 14-year-old daughter, and this is how I and and you I'm gonna start hitting you in a second because you keep jumping my my points that I'm getting to next. That's because anyway. So what I usually say when I'm speaking to a room full of women, which happens a lot. Okay. Because this is my purpose work. I I start off by asking the question, can a woman teach... I I start off by saying this. Raise your hand if you have a son. Hands go up in the air. Can you teach him how to be a man? And they're like, well, Well, of course. course. Now, you know I got... got And then they turn to each other and they slap high five. Who else going to teach him how to be a man? Ain't nobody. His daddy ain't here. I got to teach him. They slapping high fives. They slapping behind each other and they celebrating. They touchdown dance, the whole ball of wax. I sit there and I wait. And I said, okay, wait. I have a 14-year-old daughter. Can I teach her how to be a woman? Now, you know he can't teach no well, how to be a woman. He's going to say, hey, high five. That's a, and I sit there and I wait, and I wait, and I wait, and it begins to dawn on them. Wow. He just duped us. Because nice if, use of dupe. if I'm capable of teaching my son how to be a man, then it would seem that he should be capable of teaching his daughter how to be a woman. But isn't a lot of this very like trapped in gender norms? No, here's why. Watch this. My mother taught me how to cook. Okay. It makes me a man who knows how to cook, but it doesn't make me a chef. If I want to be a chef, I have to get under the tutelage of a chef. Do you understand? A man has got to... My mother gave me great principles but of is, manhood. is manhood... Where do the lines of manhood get drawn? Is it is it related to Good sexual question. preference? Is it Not related to... Not at all. Physical, physicality? Not at all. Not at all. This is all about service. Period. So when... As, so this includes trans men? This, this includes... When you're talking about uh, homosexual men... Yeah. Right? And trans. This includes anyone who who identifies as right. being 
a part of so I'll the give you an example. I'll give you an example. Space. I'll give you an example. Chaz Bono. I I love this. Chaz Bono is a, is a really good friend of mine. We went to high school together. At that point, was Chastity Bono, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Chaz was always a a being who felt like they were in the wrong body, mm-hmm. right? Um, authentically, always having in high school the experience of just being in the wrong body. And the way I experienced her at that time was this was a person who was uh, who was tortured in being in that in that wrong body, yeah. right? In experiencing my friend Chaz, the man, completely embodies that of manhood mm. because I have experienced Chaz as a human being who is in this space of service to others, mm-hmm. period. So when I say that, I am not talking about your sexual preference. I'm not talking about your masculinity, as it were. It's where you, it's the role that you take within society. It's the role society. that you take within society okay. where you cover the women and children in your life, period. You, let me tell you, we just went down a very treacherous road. Yes, and we did. you came I out. It down. I listen, you, I, you slayed the I dragon. Do. Yes, ma'am. You did not eat the, the treats to the gingerbread house. No. I mean, you really, I am impressed. Because I was like, let's, let's see what he's going to do let with me this. See, I'm going to throw a let monkey wrench all in this program right here. No, ma'am. <laughs> Yo. No, ma'am. I am thoroughly impressed. Harper Collins is publishing it for a reason. I have heard that HarperCollins is publishing this book four times this morning. I want to make it explicitly clear. Uh, just a side note. Zonder Abrams, Abrams, Abrams books will be publishing Small Doses. Let's go. Uh, fall 2019. Get it, Abrams. Okay. Sam Wiener. Since All right. we're naming editors. That's right. Uh, what we're happy, that what's, what's, what's happening right now, what's happening right. right now is two black people <laughs> hey. just flossing their publishers. Publishing deals. This That's right. Is... And by the way, this is going to be my first book, not my last. Yes. But there it is. I uh, I have an interest right now for a second book, and I'm like, I haven't finished this the first one. one. Y'all, yes. Chill out. Yes. Chill out. I think I think I've got three, probably, probably four. So the I have I have so much ridiculousness that is exa- that has happened in my life that I feel because I got to do one about me and my mom at some point and I I, I really want to do a book called Men and Managers at some point and what? Men and Managers Men and Managers of just short stories of just the I have had between those two Men and Managers mm-hmm. hysterical Men and Managers hysterical. and it can actually become a film and I that is a film I want to do a comedy special called Your Favorite Rapper is a Lame, where I just tell stories of my time in hip-hop. I can't, I'm done with you. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Like women who come to me and say, I'm done with men. <laughs> I'm, I'm, done. I'm done with Amanda. So we're going to start a GoFundMe for you, because oh he's gosh, done. done. So we're going to start a GoFundMe. And by the way, my on. sisters, if you ever say that, I want you to think about this. Could you ever be done with a human being who just wants to serve you? Never. But the thing That's is, especially you if you live, are most men. of these You're women in LA with grown males? No, they're all they're all because. Uh, let me tell you, I'm international. Less, <laughs> I'm global <laughs> entry. <laughs> because Los Angeles, yes, is the source point for the C band population. Wow. Do you know what C bands are? Cornball ass niggas. It is. I'm done. This is the flagship factory. 
Good night. This is the flagship factory. I hear the whistle. <laughs> they just went back to work. Ah, another another sea band just made it out into the world. Wild, thrashing through women, wasting time here, there, everywhere. That is Los Angeles. I That's ran into Jeff Friday. I ran to Jeff Friday the other yes, day. Yes, who's my brother. Exactly. And Jeff is like you. Like, we met, and he was like, I got you. I got you. And he has always had me. That's my brother. And he was like, Amanda, when I tell you, like, you know, you got to get, the only brother you can, the only man that you can entertain is someone who has dedicated themselves to saying, I want to see you win, and then has showing Which is regular what? action base. Which is what? Exactly. Service. Service. And I think that a lot of us, it it, it just it, it always fits. It always works, guys. Just so no, but I mean, it, it I, everything works. you're saying is, is true. Toxic okay. masculinity is really toxic masculinity is really rooted in the patriarchal notion that says that women are supposed to serve. That's right. Even that, though we make entire now, people. Now here's the thing: when you're in a relationship, so I what I teach, uh, brother. So I go around the country teaching predominantly young black and brown males how to become men because the 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 neighborhood that I grew up in in no, Brooklyn No, a thousand percent. Where we're, we're missing from Bushwick. Ooh. I fought every don't be fooled. Not the gentrified You're not one. No. I'm not. <laughs> okay. So my my odds would be very high. high odds are high. But my so my um my mother's black, my father actually is Puerto Rican. I was going to say, there is Latino in here somewhere if you are from Bushwick. No question no, no question <laughs> okay. about it. So in that neighborhood all day, just about every every other day, every other, uh, day I was fisticuffs. So don't let this light-skinness fool you. Don't let none of this polishness fool you. If it ever gets funky you in here. You scrapping. You scrapping. I will fruit of Islam you quick. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Understood. That's an inside joke, guys. I will only lay hands on you if absolutely necessary, but I will. I always say, I don't promote violence, but I do promote defense. Period. Period and end of discussion. I got a wife and two children. Nothing's ever going to happen to them on my watch. Can you dig? I hear you. So when I talk about that, I'm talking about from the space of where we get to... My entire life was seeing the absence of fathers. And I say all the time, it is virtually impossible to be something you don't see. So when I go around the country teaching young black and brown males about how to become men, I'm literally teaching myself. Little me, whose father was in and out of jail his entire life. Mm -hmm. So when I speak passionately like that, it's because I'm teaching. I'm I'm teaching my my little self, which my therapist is very about. You know, getting in touch with your younger self. You have to. But I hear I hear you. Be, I mean, I I because I've definitely been the person who's been like, I don't like when I hear people say like, you know, a woman can't teach a man how to be a man because you know you can teach somebody how to just be a civil person. You can teach people how to be yes. good people. Yes. You can teach people, and yes. I do understand what you're saying about the about like you it's need to see and demonstrate. Point. It's the starting point. Okay, right? okay, that's the fair. principles. But of I do feel like what you're saying in terms of demonstrativeness, because I keep saying lately, like, in order for dudes to become a good dude at this point, mm -hmm. you have to decide to go against society. You do. You literally have to find like a and courage I, within you to say, Yes, I'm gonna seek this out via faith because there really aren't examples. Period. There is we're talking about the difference between being a sheep and a shepherd. All day long. 
There is nothing about my existence that is sheep. You better non sheep these people. Period. So are, all day long, I gotta be a shepherd. You, you better, better de sheep. Watch Y'all me. niggas better de sheep l- yourselves. L- listen to me. There are a bunch of there are a bunch of brothers in this town that don't like me because I don't cheat on my wife. They don't like you? They don't like me because I don't do what they do and they know that I don't. Didn't I tell they you this also, is a franchise for C bands? Can you feel come on, man. They know that I know what they're doing right. outside of their marriage, yeah. and they know I don't do that. Because you and Chris are really about this wife thing. Yo, listen. Y'all like like your wives. And listen, how about this? loving your wife is one thing. Yes. But you like your wives. Marriages die, not, marriages die not due to a lack of love. They, do, they die because they, do, they die due to a lack of friendship. Yeah. And that, to your point, is speaking about like. You're friends with people that you like. Of course. Right? So when I get to to all of that, I'm literally saying to myself, like, my wife will tell you, get on the phone with her after we get, she'll tell you. I literally send my wife text messages because we're both traveling at times Mm -hmm. where we don't see each other for maybe like a week or two weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. I send her a text message straight. Um, Conjugal visit. (laughs) You're stupid. Because... This is a very real thing. In order for our marriage to stay a marriage, <laughs> we got to stay connected. <laughs> so I'm like, Conjugally. yo, pick a city, pick a hotel, get you some Gatorade. It's going down. <laughs> I teach my wife. I, I, I treat my wife like my girlfriend. Was that a Freudian slip? T- teach? Mm-hmm. At times. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Resuscitation. Resuscitation. Why? Why am it, it I not happens. making songs now? Because it happened. All right. So, Welcome so to I Amanda told you Land. this is this was the pilot episode of our show. This is exactly what happens, and I'm going to speak while Amanda uh, lets in uh, her next guest. So, welcome to the Dodger Woodfield portion of the program. This is where you now get to feel the calmness of a man and the covering of a man, and not. Uh, the abusive nature, that of a grown male. You already feel calm. You already feel better. I want you to, to relax. Know that you're going to be treated the way you're supposed to be treated. It's going to be like I'm, I'm a walking um, cucumber. You know, the things that you put like on your eyelids to make you feel better, right? Um, I'm really stalling right now because Amanda's like really playing with her cat in the next room and acting like she's lending in the next guest. She's probably giving them the chlorine, which is poisonous, uh, like I said, unless you're a sponsor. Anyway, I want you to purchase this book when it comes out. I want you to give it to every single person who you know has a problem in manhood. And we're back. For the record, Amanda- I walked away for at least three minutes. At least. And I was <laughs> I was breaking it down. Um, I was saying that I'm a walking uh uh, cucumber slice, you know, like the things that you put on your yeah, eyelids. Refreshing. For like, yes, yes. <laughs> you are so fucking ridiculous. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're not even seeing right now. You said yes, yes, yes. 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 That's exactly yes. what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. A walking inset smells good. Makes you feel good. Makes you calm. Makes you feel like you do you not can... make you calm. I, I will make you very calm. <laughs> And I feel like why. I am here's the why. anti to that because you know, I feel like you know I make you, know you like Dodge, 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 Dodge,
It's, I love when you chant it. It's awesome. It's good. It's good. I got to get my wife to try it. All right, look. So <laughs> Conjugal so, physics. Conjugal physics. So, CV, and I don't mean curriculum vitae. So I give you energy because we're matching energies, but the calm that you receive is knowing that in my presence, nothing is ever going to happen to you. The calm is also that you're not a trash-ass person and it's very apparent and you've made it your business to let me know that. And I think that is a huge part of the grown man situation is the reality of knowing that, you know what, there's less of me than there are of males and I actually do have to carry the burden or the – because I don't like burden – carry the – I am. I have to carry the, the responsibility yep. of of demonstrating, Absolutely. and I've had dudes be like, "I don't Absolutely. understand. Like, I, it's not my responsibility to have to like show that I'm different or prove to you that I'm not a fuckboy, et cetera, et cetera." It absolutely is. It one thousand well, percent. If you want my time, and that's the thing. If you want my trust, yes. Absolutely. And there's this like idea that says like, I literally had someone tell me, well, I feel like you're being entitled by expecting me to prove to you that I'm not a fuckboy. And I had to handle, I had to, uh, I had to hang the phone up to prove to him that I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to demonstrate to you that I don't care. Click. Uh, And then it's like, call, 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 call. Now, now. Here's what I want you to do. But also he but this his issue is that he is one of the finest human beings on the earth. Yeah. And so like literally on the earth. And so he has been misled with so many women and this is where our role in this comes in with so many women who excuse his behavior for accepting of just his presence or you know him pleasuring them etc because mm-hmm. it's not just that he's even a man it's that he looks the way he does and they're willing they'll just put up with it we enforce this shit when we don't acknowledge i'm glad that you just brought that up because what you're really talking about is the fact that some of our sisters actually assail themselves you better say a sale. Assail themselves by knowing that this person is more grown male, even though they don't have the language for the grown male portion. Yeah. But they do recognize that this and that and that about mm-hmm. this particular brother is not good for them. But they allow themselves to be or continue to be in his company because they get something else out of it. But I'm deal. taking it to another level. I'm not even just saying that you, because there's always rewards for behavior, right? So like, you know, you'll decide like, I'll put up with that because he's going to fuck my brains out or whatever, whatever. No, what I mean is they will also applaud the, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. It's been a long time since I've, I've, I've heard it referenced like that in in a a while, but yes, but but they will also applaud behaviors. So it's like, it's not even just like applauding through action of just being there. They will verbally like support this shit. Like they will literally make it okay. They will manage bad personality behaviors, et cetera, et cetera, because they've decided that it's an okay exchange for what they're getting. And it never is. Never is. Never is. But if everybody tells you, if the culture tells you that I know. it's okay, the culture tells you it's okay. Which is why the culture has what? to change. Stop doing that. Watch which is why I do this podcast. Watch, watch, watch this. It's not just the culture. 
it's also at home. If your mom 1, told you, hey, listen, you don't you don't realize how many mothers actually endorse this sort of behavior I do. to their daughters. I do. And they say, listen, if you get you, they don't call it this, but this is really what it is. If you get you a sponsor, it's okay. That's really what it is. It's so true. If you get you a LaCroix, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Call, these are callback jokes. Yes. So in the business, we call these callbacks. If you get you a sponsor, if 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 he treats you in a way that doesn't feel good all the time, that's fine. As long as you get a car out of the deal, as long as you get an apartment, some nice a jewelry, baby. a baby, right? Uh, uh, a uh, look. A, a look. Sometimes it's just things. a look. Sometimes it's just a look. He would look good on your arm. That's right. That's right. Or even, and honestly, sometimes it goes down to the even as basic. Where you there become a wife. There it is. There it is. The title. Sometimes it becomes as basic as just that. Just having a title. Title. And so that being said, to wrap this up. And by the way, wh- speaking of titles, that's what I, I, man is not a word. Man is not something that you get to because of an age. So you don't become a man when you're 18. When you're 21, 24, 30, I know a whole bunch of grown males who are 50. Man is a title, and you got to earn that. You can't call a sexual predator. You can't call a a drunk. You can't call a, a, a racist. You can't call a murderer. You can't call any it. of those things mm-hmm. a the same thing that you call me. That's offensive to me. You got to call him something different. You can call him grown male. I hear what you're saying. You feel me? He earned that title. Well, I think this is also very interesting because I really, t- I really, I've been tackling with just like the importance of linguistics. You know, especially as we've become a text-based society, not just linguistic-based, but we're a text-based society. So, like, language is becoming even more and more important. Like when we hear, yes. when we hear that, like the Trump administration, you know, wants to like basically just take transgender like out of the lexicon you know stuff like that may seem like oh well there's still going to be transgender people but no when we st- when we remove language yeah. on how to identify things that's the first step to it disappearing yep. so the same way is like i mean that's what i'm trying to do with like i really want people who happen to be white to like actively separate themselves from the white label yes. and i try to myself even acknowledge like this is somebody who uh benefits from white privilege versus being like that's a white person that's white like person. that's it's 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 and it's We've been trained. So that also comes into this toxic masculinity thing. We've been trained to just say man very loosely. And there hasn't been any differentiation. So I really appreciate that you're like actively positioning this uh, in a language based, uh, which is very a a very basic entry point, but it's so necessary because when you have the language to identify something, it is the first step to being able to know what you're doing. Remember when Natty was teaching Celie how to read? You know, no one in here has seen a color purple because we have two people who benefit from white privilege in here that I'm pretty sure did not see color Hilarious. purple. But the reference I'm gonna make is she was like stove, stove, d door, Mister. You know, and when she taught her. Done. <laughs> when she it. was able to identify things, that's why they didn't want us to read. This brings us all back. That's why they didn't want us to read. They the first thing that they do when people are enslaved is they take away your ability to learn and to read. So language yes, and words is important. Toxic masculinity is something that only recently I feel like has been like given nomenclature. And in doing so, we are able to attack it head on. Yes. I appreciate that you are attacking it head on. We got to hit up the Cosby moment before we, have we go. To, we have to do it. We got to do it. 
So give me your two cents. My two cents is uh, more like a dollar. Uh-huh. And that is, uh, I was once interviewed and someone asked me, they said, what's the most important role you've ever played in your life? And I said, the role of a man. I said, because if I don't play that role well, it will forever diminish every other role that I ever play in my life. Mm-hmm. Dr. William H. Cosby was a father, a husband, a philanthropist, a humanitarian, a, a mentor. A... Thank you. He was all of those things. But to your point, his philandering uh, diminished all of those roles. Yeah. So when you don't play the role of a man the way you're supposed to, it will forever diminish every other role mm. that you ever play. So Legacy. the most important role, without a doubt. So Because if when you say Bill Cosby from now on, what's the first thing you're going to think of? Of course. Rapiness. Okay? You're not going to think about all of the other things. You're not so going to think about the thousands of, in the of conversation. people. Where I stand in the conversation is we have to begin. I say this all the time. We don't have a gang problem in this country. We got a man problem in this country. The conversation about Cosby specifically. Specifically is this. Yeah, it is. I think that he, what we have to begin to do is we have to begin to allow our sisters to feel empowered enough to speak up in the moment. Because what would have happened if every woman felt empowered enough to speak up in that moment where he where he did whatever he this did. This is the most circuitous. Hold on. Relax. Relax. Breathe into this. Don't ever Breathe tell me to this. relax. Relax. <laughs> the so quickest way to get me to not relax is to tell say relax. me to relax. So relax. So <laughs> if, if every woman had felt empowered enough, seriously, if every woman had felt empowered enough to speak up in the moment, we would have been able to deal with what he did in real time and have physical exculpatory evidence. You better right, say exculpatory. Okay. Right there in that moment. It's and not like deal. you read books. I, I, I read from time <laughs> to time. Not like uh, Kanye. So, um, f- so, bam, bam. so from time to time, what we're happening, like in this particular instance, we're talking about 25 years removed, no physical evidence because that's been, uh, that's been lost. Yeah. Because women didn't feel empowered to speak up in the moment. So our job is twofold: to produce more men. I think people just wanted that. to know if you thought he was out here being rapey or not. To, I, I I don't th- listen. People say where there's where there's smoke, a smoke there's, there's fire. fire. Well, there's way too much <laughs> smoke not to have been some sort of fire it's a lot of smoke it's a lot it's too much smoke so here's what i know <coughs> we he came up in a, in an era that's the other w- part w- right where this so, shit was where like it was rampant yeah. it was it was acceptable it was even even women listen women actually some women actually even knew but put but put themselves in his company because they felt like well Maybe I'll be able to better. I can manage it. Exactly. We Maybe I'll be able that. to better navigate it. I right? can manage it. Now that I know that this is how yeah. he rolls, right? The truth of the matter is, is that you can't. And then they wake up. And then you wake up. 
And then you wake up. Because you didn't know that that was a part of the equation. Because you didn't know that that was a part of the equation. And to to, to your point. You thought because you had practiced your kung fu and you had the glow that you could just fight a nigga off. But you didn't know that he was you already. You thought you were the last dragon. You and thought it's not you going were, down. It's not. It's not going down. No. And unfortunately, Sorry, Bill Cosby is not the problem. He is a symptom. He is a symptom is. of the problem. He is a symptom of the problem. Right? I think I think that, you know, I think a lot of people feel like he got scapegoated. And I'm like, well, that's oftentimes how it works. And and then it's a lot of people like, well, he's a black man and the white man and getting this shit. And I'm like, are we brand new to this? Right. Like, come on. We all know what we, we, we all <laughs> like we, we all know where this is going. But the truth of the matter is this. If you hadn't done any of that, then it wouldn't be an issue. Wouldn't be an issue. And that's my whole shit with DL Hughley talking about it, with all these other folks talking about it. Their whole issue is, you know, they're making it racial. And I'm like, or don't do it. Don't do it. How about that? Don't do it. When can we expect the book? Um, I'm going to be done. Um, next year, and my team has a whole plan. So the my team is a very Los Angeles conversation. Yes, indeed. So they have a whole plan. I am as a man. When would you like is, to put it out? I would like to put it out tomorrow. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the book pu- publishing is, is insane. It's insane. That shit is like two years. So out. I am trying to. I am. I. I have a practice of submitting. So in 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 the meantime, in between time, where can folks continue to be a part of this messaging that you're doing? Go go to all of my social media. I constantly post on this. And then are you doing and I do, the lectures and, I do speaking and engagements all over the country? And you promote that on your yes, Instagrams. And yes, your Instagram indeed. is uh, Instagram is all Dondre A L L D O N D two syllables Dondre A L L D O N D R E Twitter is at Dondre Whitfield, and um, Facebook is the same. All right. Yeah. That's, that's what, what it is. is. Thank you for hanging. I will and do more this importantly, in, come on. thank you for moving my dresser. Th- and that's why I was here in the first place. And scene. <laughs>